Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Sabres Live is presented by Seneca Resorts and Casinos. Nothing else comes close. I'll be playing my uh, 10th game tonight and, um, you know, just keep getting better every day that's the goal and um my main focus is is on tonight and uh you know how uh i can play my best game to help this team uh, try to win a hockey game he kept himself in that position from day one he was consistent and consistently effective from day one so in that respect yes very easy decision that you, you know that he's he's earned the right to, to to be here and zach will probably go through ups and downs but He's shown the attributes that the downtimes can be shortened through his high compete, through his intelligence and awareness, self-awareness, situational awareness. Uh, we feel that you know, even in times of the downs that every player in the NHL has, uh, he has components that can get himself back up quicker. Um, so in that respect, there's comfort in, in uh, him moving forward. Zach Benson and the Sabres taking on the Penguins. It's Black Friday. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving. And with Marty, I'm Brian. It is an early start tonight, so keep that in mind. 6 p.m. Although, at this point, won't most people have lost track of the hours anyway? Like They'll probably just go downtown early, continue pre-gaming or extended post-gaming, whatever you would call it from the end of yesterday into today. And uh, hopefully it makes for a raucous atmosphere tonight. I, um, I, I'm so conditioned to 7 p.m. games, like on weekdays, right, that I thought 7 p.m. tonight, like, okay, that's kind of organized. Now I'm like, oh, wait, it's 6 p.m. So, yes, good reminder, everybody, it's a 6 p.m. start. Obviously, Pittsburgh is in the house, and we talked about the buzz that brings Thanksgiving week and weekend to the arena. So I am really uh, looking forward to see how, uh, the fan base is and the energy early on because, uh, uh, listen, they the Sabres need a little boost right now. And if there's something we can do is just create that buzz early and hope they run with it because uh, Pittsburgh is a team where Sabres, uh, you know, the first game earlier this year did not go well for them. No, and we won't actually be a part of boosting anything later because we're not yeah, on. It so. stinks. It <laughs> does stink. So uh, I'm I waving. Mean, I'm waving my white flag now. That, uh, that you know, don't look to me for inspiration at five thirty ahead of the six o'clock start because uh, that's not happening tonight. Of course, we're doing it Razor, right now. We're doing uh, it right now. Yeah. Early game can be heard on WGR Sports Radio five fifty, and it'll be seen on TNT. Um, so for Benson, it's nice to have that feeling. At least I'll speak selfishly for a minute. Uh, it's nice to feel like you're right 
once in a while. And, uh, and I'm glad I, I'm, this is, this is a player who has been helpful in getting Buffalo some points. The team has not picked up as many points as they would like to this point, but I sit here in a position and think it's a good thing Benson has been here or it might not have been as good. Uh, you're 100% right. I think Zach Benson has brought to the table exactly what everybody should bring to the table. Energy, uh, tenacity, production to a certain level. And obviously with Zach Benson, he's 18 years old. What do you expect? He's not going to score 10 goals in his first, you know, 10 games, but he did score last game. It was a beautiful goal. Obviously, it was a spectacular moment. But more than that, it's everything that he brings to the ice. And and you're getting it from, you know, certain players. You're getting it from, you know, a group that is trying to get done. But there, I don't think there's enough up front, um, and especially when you look at the depth, that's mm-hmm. providing that same tenacity, that same energy, that same production um, that Zach Benson is bringing. And you're right. We've talked about it since the start of training camp and, and development camp and rookie camp. Ten games is a number. Yes. It makes it that the first year of his contract kicks in regardless. So that burns the first year. But with Zach Benson, it's evaluating where he's at every game, every week, at game 10, game 25, game 35, whatever. And when the moment is he makes our team better, you keep running with it. And when the moment is, okay, we have other players on the team that makes our team better. Mm-hmm. then you evaluate it at that moment. But I don't see that happening in the near future because he's clearly in the top six and clearly a player that Don Granado, Kevin Adams, and the Sabres need in the lineup to, to be able to get some team points. And neither of us can read the distant future. So if at game 43, he's not playing as well as he and or the team most specifically would like, then he goes back to junior. It is what it is. There's no guarantee he's playing in every game the rest of the way, nor is he staying here the rest of the way. The reality is there there are options, but the beauty in Benson so far is he has just kept, he has kept knocking off milestones along the way. And I'm just so fully on board with where he's at and where the team is at with him that let's see, let's see how it goes. And you're absolutely right, Duffer. Like, he's not here for the rest of the year. He's here for game 10, and, and we'll see for the, you know, a month, two months, whatnot. The only difference between Zach Benson and, let's see, Ryan Johnson or, mm-hmm. you know, anybody else, right? Or it was with, like, Lucas Rusek is that if and when you make the decision to say uh, Zach Benson is going back to Anachi in the WHL, he cannot come back to Buffalo until his season in the WHL is over. When you return a junior players to their junior team, that is for his season. So if tomorrow you decided Ryan Johnson goes back to Rochester, he can come back three days later. You can go back and forth between the American League and the NHL, um, but with juniors, it's different. That's the only difference in Zach Benson's case here. But even at this moment, like the thought of, Oh, Zach Benson will probably go back to juniors at some point. Mm-hmm. You you can't think that way because he is making the team better right now. And as we are here on November 24th, he's on the team. That's as simple as that. And he's he's one of the top forwards on this on this team right now. 
Is there any truth to the rumor that Freddie Lecue blocked his reassignment <laughs> to junior at this time? Well, Freddie Lecure has been doing a lot of uh, impacting Zach Benson's life. And one of our smart uh, followers on social media uh, said this morning, and we knew that because we talked about it last game, is that Freddie Lecure, the referee, was the one that gave Zach Benson the only penalty at the end of the Winnipeg game that put the Sabres down. But in Washington, he stepped in front of our great videographer, Sam Karokin, that he had the perfect shot of the of the goal, of the spectacular goal. And just as Zach Benson brings it between his legs to go over the blocker of Darcy Kemper, from the left of your screen, you see Freddie Lecouillet come in and completely block the shot, the money shot. Like, it just... So, yes, we can say that Freddie Lecouillet, at first in Winnipeg, decided to pick on Zach Benson. Two, he blocked the view of, of the goal and three probably blocked his, uh, you know, his way back to juniors, which is a favor. So maybe the tide is trending, but I'll tell you, Marty, I haven't yes. seen a block like that since the Georgia bus, Georgia stadium implosion in the last decade. And honestly, this was the first thing that came to our minds when poor yes. Sam informed us of the block and we didn't get to see Benson's role. When the Georgia Dome went down, the MARTA bus, the city bus, got in front of the camera shot for the weather network, and the implosion was basically a figment of everyone's imagination. Because the bus And what do you driving. remember? <laughs> what do you remember from that? The videographer, like the voiceover, get out of the way, bus! What are you oh, that, yeah, that was a control. What way. I don't understand was that was the control room audio that was being recorded, and so I don't know why you know there was a copy of that. Oh, but yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh, it was yeah. so funny, and all I could think of Sam in the corner in Washington as the play happens, and he's thinking, "Did I get it? Did I get it?" And then he reviews it, and now he gets it. Dude, get out of the way, ref! What are you doing? Like, and that's such a common thing that happens in on the ice, right? Like the get out of the way. Like the refs are always in the way. The linesmen are in the way. They do their job. That's not, it's part of the game. But how many times during a game do you hear, get out of the way? Like, you know, when you're trying to make a pass, trying to make a play. And now Sam's in the corner looking at the footage of the goal that he thinks he just shot and it's going to be great. And then all of a sudden he sees 17, the referee slide right into the shot to block the wonderful between the leg goal. And with some gentle nudging from <clears throat> two people I'm looking at on this screen, uh, producer Jeff and uh, you, Mr. Biron, and I'm guessing even more of our talented crew, uh, this sequence <laughs> of worldly events, the Georgia Dome implosion, the <laughs> Lecue blocking uh, the goal for Benson, has led to <laughs> many other incidents globally <laughs> where Freddie has found himself in a tough spot. We have got such a great following on social media, and these uh, Photoshop pictures were awesome. Uh, it started with the, the Georgia Dome, right, with Freddie Lecrae in the way, and then it led to the Jason Pominville goal. What if Freddie Lecrae blocked it, the miracle on ice? I decided to play along with the hurdle goal, and I said, hey, if you can't see it, did it really happen? But then we got some really funny one, like the Michael Jordan shot, right? That, you know, obviously clinched a championship. Uh, we got the birth of Jesus 
Like Freddie Lecrier <laughs> is actually blocking the view of, you know, he in the manger. So you're like, what, like what's happening here? So um, yeah, there's been some really yeah. good, just go on our Sabres live uh, Twitter account and, and get a good look of it. Yeah. Your save on Delmore. My save on Delmore. I, I mean, I, and I, I quoted it using the RJ soundbite basically saying, and Biron robs uh, robs Delmore blind or did he question mark like because you can't see it because Freddie Lecrier is in the way. <laughs> Thanks to Derek, he sent along uh, that uh, Freddie was at uh, the town ballroom the other night, got in the way of my perfect shot of Gavin Rossdale. <laughs> you know, so uh, <laughs> all, all playing machine machine head. That machine was the machine head, head moment, yeah, so, and so he here, got in okay. the way. What a, what a <laughs> what a perfect segue Look at this, this is. We we were talking all day on Wednesday about Bush, their legacy, like even as kids going to hockey games, like it was, it was arena rock. It was in the room. And, you know, so we toyed with it in the pregame and postgame and stuff. And the Sabres got the machine head start that they were wanting. Like the start of machine head is one of the most gripping things musically for anybody that loves that type of rock, right? You know it, you hear it, you feel it. The Sabres got the 2-0 lead the other night against the Capitals, but in the end, my takeaway from that night is the tone with which Dylan Cousins was speaking. Like, it had a heartbreaking feel to it, you know? Like, they mm-hmm. he felt so upset that they not only squandered the 2-0 lead, but squandered the late lead and then, you know, didn't finish it off in overtime. So... I feel for him. Like, I, I feel like Dylan has yeah. obviously got gone through a lot. I guess he's no cage today. He's back to normal visor. Um, he's not bubble boy anymore. Yeah, it's, it's tough though. Right. When you can truly feel the challenge of what has been, wow. uh, well, an on ice eight game stretch, but, uh, you know, off ice, I just think because of the injury and everything, it's, it's been even more than that. Yeah, he, he feels like he hasn't been able to be himself. And what I got out of the sound is there was some disappointment from his play in overtime when he shot the puck and missed the net. So he's like, hey, I know the clock. We talk about clock awareness all the time. Know the clock. Know how much time. And he's thinking, I got to make a play at the net. And he took the shot. He missed the net. He wanted to be aggressive. He wanted to play on his toes. Uh, for me, it was the decision to go and pursue the rebound in the corner when there was already a player below the goal line. And that opened up the two-on-one, go the other way from Strom to score in Washington in OT with just a few seconds left. And I could see the sense in his, in his, in his voice that it's, look, I tried to make a good play. I was trying to be aggressive. I was trying to take advantage of a situation and then we get scored. So yes, there's disappointment because ultimately he wants to be a leader on the team. He wants to be one of the players you can rely yeah. upon and go to. He's in a really interesting spot right now. He's playing between Jeff Skinner and Alex Tuck. He's filling in for Tage Thompson. He wants to put it all together, and he hasn't been able to. And I think the injury and the, the bubble that he was wearing is a big part of that. Uh, you know, it, it looks like he he's always looking for a play he's not seeing the play right away he's looking for that play after the fact so for me that's uh that's been a big part of it hopefully we can start to see signs of him being himself again getting rid of the bubble and just have the regular visor 
Well, he did score last game, of course, on the power play. So that's a step in the right yes. direction. Now, you can check the Sabres fan off of your holiday shopping list today if you get in on the Black Friday ticket offer. $20 tickets are available for select games in December and January. And this offer, which is ongoing right now, you can scan the QR code on the screen here on MSG. Uh, it is valid through Monday at midnight. So purchase yours today at sabers.com slash Black Friday. So this is that's a nice little bonus to the day. And hopefully you're heading down to the rink tonight and uh, we'll catch the team taking on the Penguins. Marty, this is what that they are up against tonight. Like the Sabres have two wins in the last seven. They have points yeah. in two straight, but they have two wins in the last seven. The Penguins started the year three and six. Then they went six and three. But within that six and three, they've lost three of the last four games and they've only scored seven goals and their power yeah. play is pretty much identical to Buffalo's. So what are we likely to see here, given that we did see them recently and Buffalo didn't have its best night in the Berg? Now, it was a weird night in Pittsburgh. It was really, as we mentioned, maybe a one nothing game like Ukopekalukunen, who is most likely to start tonight. Yep. Um, you know, so we'll get another chance at Pittsburgh. He gave up a bad goal. It was a two nothing goal that really kind of put the Sabres way behind uh, because it wasn't a lot of offense. Um, I think if I was me and I'm an observer and I'm looking at it, I'm like Pittsburgh comes off a one nothing loss. Buffalo needs to create more offense. I think both teams are going to take chances early. This is maybe counterintuitive because usually when teams are struggling, you say, don't take chances, stick to the system, let's play well defensively, and then the offense is going to come. But I'm not looking at that right now. I'm looking at who's going to be able to, to take a few chances and make them count early in the game so that it's a big, big difference when you look at uh, you know the, the last game and this game. And you know, there's so many teams in the same spots right now. You're within three points of a playoff spot. You're within a couple of wins of saying, hey, you're getting yourself in the top eight. There's a lot of teams in that position. So right. for me, that's where the most important thing is, is really taking the steps forward. Right. They'll be up against uh, Alex Ndalkovich in goal, who's coming off a shutout of his own two games ago for the Pens. And that was on the heels yeah. of scoring uh, just a perfect <laughs> shot goal <laughs> into the empty net uh, while yes. down in uh, Wilkes-Barre. So uh, he's on a personal high right now. But I, I can't I can't mention the AHL without mentioning what the Amherst are doing. And they are hosting Laval again tonight. And <laughs> Marty, you know, like. There needs to be some sort of caption for the Amherst, like what they are. I, 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 they score the most in the AHL, and they give up right now the second most. The only team that gives up yeah. more is Laval. So, and we saw it on Wednesday. It was four three. It was back and forth, and uh, the Amherst won in overtime. We have seen some outrageous games already, previously played in Laval between these two. Um, I don't know if you want to call them the greatest show on earth, but uh, they are highly entertaining, these Amherst. And uh, I would encourage you to get to Blue Cross Arena, especially, you know, you got Brett Murray coming back in tonight. The team is uh, is a lot healthier than they were just 10 days ago. And boy, was it fun to see them rally from 2-0 down and ultimately get the winner from 
Mr. Overtime himself, Yuri Kulik, who has three such game deciders already this season. Three overtime goals already this season. I, That's amazing. I don't follow along with the uh, AHL betting lines, but usually like an over-under is set at six and a half in the NHL. Sometimes it'll go to six, sometimes it'll go to seven. I think the Rochester Americans betting line is set at like eight and a half for the over under most nights right now, because that's basically what the games are like. Uh, mm -hmm. The fact that Yuri Kulik is, uh, you know, a, a, a big part of their offense and the way that he scores goals uh, for me, beating goalies clean again, like we saw that last year in the playoffs. We saw that last season. We're seeing it now. He's 30 feet away and he takes a wrist shot and he's able to beat goalies. Uh, we've obviously talked about um, I'm getting calls. You, you know what? Let's take a timeout. I got to tell you, Duffer, where I am right now and what is happening around me. You don't have to. It's, remember, I have to is, tell you. Half of what we do here, because we're on radio, is theater of the mind, Marty. So you don't, yeah, you well, don't have theater to of the mind. all I gotta, your I got to put a picture secrets. in your mind, okay? <laughs> so I'm in Oshawa, right, in Ontario. because well, that's I'm your first from, mistake. Well, yeah, okay. So that's the general city. Um, okay. Because I'm driving from I, Ottawa to Toronto. I say that Toronto. in jest because that my birth certificate says that's where I was born. So okay, so well, where did Duffer uh, see the first light of day? Probably somewhere around here. So I pulled over the side of the road in this little cul-de-sac, little turnaround area, and there was a pickup truck with a plow in front of it, but it's like down on the ground. The pickup truck has got a broken leg, and it's got like a bad front wheel, and it's down on the ground. So I'm like, this is a great area. It's not going to be busy. There's a broken truck here. I'm going to pull in. Within the last 10 minutes, there's four trucks around me. They're coming over to fix the plow. They got the jack going on. They're lifting the truck. They're taking the, like, I'm like looking around. I'm like, look, I'm just here doing my job, people. You're wearing but funny a enough, shirt and tie, a parka, and have a Sabres jersey hanging in your Jersey car hanging window. off the side of my window. But I also have... The hookup oh. for the plow in front of my truck. So maybe right. they think I'm now Plowmaster 43 is here for the rescue. Maybe they oh think I'm gosh. coming to help them, but oh I'm not gosh. lending a hand. I'm standing in my truck and they're all looking at me like, who is this dude? Oh. Like in Oshawa with New York State license plate on the truck and a plow in the front doing over here. So, yeah, during the commercial break, I'm going to have to go over and just say hello, people. <laughs> then you're going to be signing autographs for the entire duration of the commercial break. So just know that when you come back, hey, they from got the that... plow off. They got the plow off. They actually got the plow off the truck, which is a are, good thing. Are they transferring the plow to your vehicle? Does it appear like that might be happening? No. Okay. Yeah. See, they want me to back up a little bit. See, they're like, no, it is a, uh, a different brand. This is a boss plow. Yes. That uh, would not fit off the front of my truck, but they do have another pickup truck that's coming uh -huh. in that's going to take my spot, uh -huh. who they will attach the plow to, I assume. So, yes, this is okay. uh, this is what's happening. Well, you can live drive here during the show here. I don't mind if you back up a little bit. No. I did back up a little bit, okay. so I'm all good that's now. That's it? You're good? But there's a golf it? course behind me, and I could drive right onto the 18 green, too, as well. So who knows what's going to happen? What Maybe I'll get hit with a golf ball. <laughs> what road are you on that you're near a golf course? I got off the 401 at one of the Oshawa exit and Simcoe? found this little. I have no idea if mm. uh, I, I'll have to check, but You'll yeah, so fill, us, fill in the blank a little later on on that one. But do you uh, know what? I'm looking at the plow being exchanged right now. 
and there's a guy in an orange jacket that's blocking the way. So Freddie Lecuyer is in Oshawa right now, blocking the way for me to be able to see the exchange of the plow. Oh, that's okay. So we need to work on that. Um, so how do the Sabres go about creating okay. something tonight against Pittsburgh? Um, obviously, like I said, Nadalkovich has been going uh, well, personally, and um, the Sabres did not score last game against Pittsburgh yeah. and Tristan Jari. And there is a possibility that the Sabres may go 11 and seven, although the coach would prefer to go 12 and six tonight. He happened to mention though, that one of the forwards is not necessarily a hundred percent. So therefore game yeah. time decision. How do you see all of this? If at all, affecting how they have to play against Pittsburgh tonight. Well, so Don Granado did say he did not want to go 11 and seven, but they may have to go out of necessity. Um, So that's for me, it's a good sign. Like I, I think 11 and seven may work if you have, you know, like Tampa used 11 and seven often Toronto at times is like, okay, we're going offensively and we know our guys, we know the ones we want to use and use often, and we're going to keep scoring goals right now. The Sabres don't have that. They don't have that identity that they are scoring goals and going to 11 and seven. I feel just kind of messes with your, your rhythm, your routine, like who's playing with whom. Like last game, we saw them rotating the right wingers. So they're going to try to go 12 and six, which is more of a traditional lineup. And it helps you go with your four lines. And if you have to, maybe you shorten your bench, you go to three lines, but it, it's just a lot easier to manage that way. Uh, but again, I go back to taking chances early. You got, they had the two nothing lead in Washington. And I felt like the first two periods, they played well. They had over 50 shot attempts in the first two periods, the third period that didn't go well. It was a low shot attempts for both teams and Washington got the late goal to tie it up. Um, get the same blueprint, you know, take some chances early, think offense, mm-hmm. uh, you know, get your defense to join the rush. Rasmus Dahlin has been up on the, on the play, get more of that happening. Uh, and, 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 and hopefully it works. Like I hate as a goaltender to say, we got to take chances. lukanen has been playing well. Like he's going to make a few saves and you're going to need a few saves, but take some chances now, because if you look back in two, three weeks from now and we're around Christmas and you're like, oh man, like we're still middling a game below 500 and no, you got to be able to win three out of four, four out of five now to set yourself up. All right. Tit the time out and uh, obviously have our Friday staple Shana Goldman from the athletic as we continue on Sabres live on WGR sports radio, 550 and MSG. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.